Hello and welcome to On Landscape. I'm here with Margaret Soroya. Hello, Margaret. Hello. Uh, and I think we are, you've just been uh, passing through, which is the theme of our podcast, yes. from Drum the Drocket, where you yes. live. Is that yes, correct? indeed, yes. Um, yeah. But you've been travelling quite a lot over yeah. the last wow. few weeks. Probably the past year, actually. Last year, okay. I've <laughs> been on the move more than ever before, so but, around, around different islands. And but this yeah. uh, has culminated in, in an exhibition down at the Boschen Gallery. That's right. So yeah. if you've been travelling around for the last year, do you want to tell me about what you've been doing? So I my, my main interest lies in exploring really remote places and um, photographing the landscape, or seascape, should I say. That's, that's, my, that's my main focus, is the sea and water. So... I'm always trying to find places that are remote and where I can cut off from the world so I can create the work that I want to create. So um, I spend a lot of time on the Hebrides. Um, I photograph weddings as well as landscape work and most of my weddings are on on the Hebrides anyway. So that kind of takes me to the islands and then I stay for a week and just do some landscape work as well, which is my real, real passion. And so I developed over the past couple of years I've been trying to develop the landscape work so it becomes the main part of my business and in doing so I'm trying to explore new places so I've been going to different islands over the past couple of years and so that's involved kind of traveling almost continually. So whereabouts (laughs) have you been to in the Hebrides? So this year I was mostly I mostly work on Lewis and Harris which is quite I, I go there every every few weeks probably for work um, this year I've been to Isla, which was absolutely amazing. It's just oh, this right. beautiful island that not many people go to, and I was well, there. Whiskey fan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I was there for a week, and um, I was on these beaches that were just phenomenal. And I was alone, and there wasn't many people, and it was actually in the summer. And I was thinking, well, there's not many people come here. And then I went into a distillery to get some lunch, and it was just packed out. Yes. So I suppose some islands are known for different things, and Isla's known for whiskey. And then I was on Tyree as well, which is just the most incredible. Known for windsurfing, I think. Is it? Windsurfing and yeah. surfing, yeah. It's known, no, it's, it's known for its waves, and it, basically it's because it's a small island and it's obviously surrounded by good waves. Yeah. And there's not really much there. It's, it's kind of like going back in time a little bit, and everything's everything's taken back to just you know the basics in life. And it's, I, I just love that that there's no consumerism there's no it's just it's just life and water it's just everything it's wonderful so now i was looking at a a book that the bosham gallery um published for you and a very nice book it is as well and it's talking about this sense of sense of uh solitude and and, and the introverted character yeah that you uh bring out in your work uh and most of it is of water and Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. beaches, waves, etc. Is that something you've been doing for a long time? Uh, yes, it is actually. I've, um, I, you know, I, I was thinking the other week why, why, basically, I grew up in Manchester, in central Manchester, and I spent the first seventeen years of my life there. So, but I was always um, drawn to the sea, and I was al- always being drawn to quiet places. And so, it's, the question is, you know, is that in your? Is that are you born with that? Or, or is, is that, that a reaction to living in Manchester? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the more I thought about it, I realised I went, to, when I um, when I was young, we went to Holland every year for the summer and basically my mum and my sister would, would go off to Holland to the coast, to my, to my grounds on the coast. And I, I had a difficult um, childhood in Manchester. I wasn't happy and, and it was quite, 
felt quite violent at the time. It was a bit mm, of a, a, I was living there at the time, so yeah. I know what Manchester Girls' School had a, yeah. a little reputation at the time. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Yeah. So I wasn't very happy. And then every, every year we would escape to the coast and we would spend days by the, the, to the beach, basically walking. And, and I think that just seeped into me and it became a part, a part of uh, how I, I viewed the sea as a place of contentment. Yeah. And I think that's just stayed with me. So if, if I'm uh, right, I've seen some photographs of the beaches in Holland and they have got like, like sand dune yes. beaches, which are similar to some of the beaches in they maybe, are actually, maybe Harris. Yeah, they are actually, yeah. And it was uh, Kite Down actually was one that was the beach that we were, we spent every single day on basically. Yeah. And I've since learned that you could actually surf on that beach. I didn't know at the time because I was so young, I didn't really realise. So the waves were quite um, impressive. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of... Um, seeped into my work now so I'm always s- s- searching for places that are similar to that I suppose. So did you start photographing waves or did you did you have a relationship with the, with the water uh, in terms of your other pursuits? In, uh, so from, a, from a young age I've, I've swum every day, I was right. quite a good yes. swimmer so every, every part of my life is to do with water actually. Because you mentioned yeah. you went to university in Swansea. Yeah, so I, yeah. I took off to, to university and studied photography in, in Swansea. I spent a lot of it in the water. Yes. <laughs> but but part of that was, it was quite interesting actually when you look at the work, now I look at the work that I did in Swansea, I've still got my old books and um, I used to take a camera out onto the onto my surfboard okay. and I'd be interested in photographing the water from from being being in the water itself. And now I look back now and it's very, very similar to the work I'm doing today. Okay. So, I'm so t- I've got an underwater t- kit now as well. And I find yeah. that, that complete immersion within the, the sea quite interesting in, in terms of photography. How but did your cameras work then? Did you have a, did you have a housing for them or did you just back not, then, not drop them in the water? Back then they were just disposable little cameras. Oh, okay. yes. no, it's just yeah. I was just testing. It was, yeah. it was all experimental. Now I've got a proper dive housing so I can actually take the camera. Yeah, there. so this is... Um, let's see progression. So you did some surfing and swimming? Or yes, just... yeah, in yeah. Swansea, yeah. Um, yeah. And after that, where did you go from Swansea? To so from Swansea, I actually, I left and went to the northwest coast of Scotland. I just basically accepted a, a small job and thought, oh, that'd be an amazing place to go to. Yeah. So I took off and ended up in the north of Scotland. And I, I didn't leave, actually. Well, I did. I, leaved, uh, I left and went to different areas, but mm. I've, I've stayed in Scotland ever since. And I think the draw has always been the, the the quietness. Yes, and it's just such a unique place to live. It's it's phenomenal. Yes, I can relate to that. Yeah, Definitely. you can. <laughs> so swimming in the in the sea. Yeah. Technically, trying to get pictures out in the sea must be quite quite interesting because underwater housings aren't the most easy of things to use. No, it's really difficult actually, and it's just a project that I've just started. So yeah. it's something that is a learning process. I, I quite like to, to move on to new things a little bit once a, you yeah. know, just to, to try and interpret the water in different ways. So this is something that's just experimental just now. But it, what I've found is um, it's taken me about a year to learn to use this housing properly. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now it's working. Um, and I, I'm understanding it. Um, I'm just looking for the right conditions. So when you go out onto the, the Hebrides, for instance, if you look for days when it's sunny so you, you get the light through the water and calm days as well so you're getting the, the the clarity of the water as well as the landscape above it so i'm quite interested in doing the two so you okay, can see split. how yes yeah, yeah. yeah and what really interests me how, is how quiet it feels below the water 
and yet we've got this, the reality above it. Yes. And if you can put that into an image, then um, for me, that, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, and it, yeah. you don't have any of these split images in the Boschman exhibition, no, so this is the next yet. phase. So, the, so the, yeah. the work at the Boschman Gallery is, is mostly taken from the beaches? Yes, it right? is, yeah. yeah. Uh, and mostly from the Outer Hebrides? Mostly Outer Hebrides work, yeah. There's a few images from Isla in there as well. Um, but mostly because I've spent the most amount of time on Harrison Lewis, um, most of the images in the exhibition. What are you looking for when you're going out and and you're out on a beach looking at the the sea and you're trying to think, how am I going to interpret that? So I think the most important part of photography and creating images for me is is to represent how I'm feeling. So it's really a... um, a translation of my emotional state I suppose and and I find that when I'm on the beach I'm at my most calm I'm feeling revitalized I'm feeling um overwhelmed by the scene before me so it can be absolutely phenomenal scene before me but I want to I want to put that into an image and I want to show I suppose I want to show the calmness and the quietness and also the power so sometimes the power of the the sea but translating that in a in a gentle way. I can see why it's quite difficult to present a quiet image of something that's so loud and aggressive. Yes. When you're on a beach, and it's not, especially on a shingly beach, it's, yeah. it's very noisy and yeah. very in your face. I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. When So, for instance, when I was in Isla a, a few weeks ago, there was a there was basically a storm coming and I was watching the wave forecast and the waves were something like 12 to 15 foot on Saliga Bay and um, you're standing there and these enormous waves are crashing in front of you and the, yeah there's there's noise and there's there's movement and the, a way of interpreting that in a softer way for me is it's just a slightly longer exposure so it gives a gentle feel to an image that's quite powerful yeah and that's really what I'm trying to bring across because it's probably a, a sort of dual purpose because I've, I've got a real um, belief in quietness as a strength and this whole the, the whole thing about introverts and how people oft, you've often overlooked as an introvert because you just sort of talked over a lot but there's a lot of, there's a lot of strength in introverts that um, is hidden and I, I see that in the landscape as well I think if you can bring that across in a gentle way um, that that's the aim of the images that I'm, I'm yeah. creating. And do you do you feel when it is noisy and and, and powerful like that? Do you still feel calm? Is it a calm yes. mood for you as well? Oh yeah, very so. much so. Yeah, the only time I don't feel calm is if there's a lot of noise, but it's human noise. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. when it's nature's noise, then that's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So a big exhibition. How did that come about? I met uh, Luke Luke Whitaker um, about a year ago when I was doing an exhibition in Harris called Sea of Solitude and he helped me curate the exhibition there and he got back in touch and asked whether I would consider exhibiting with them this year and I jumped at the chance because yeah. it's an amazing opportunity and so it, it, the exhibition's on, um, it's been on since October the 5th until December. Now did you, yeah. did they help prepare everything? They the did, yeah, they've so been, they've been what, fantastic. What was your processing in, in looking at it? The first process was image choices, so that it did take quite a long time to get the the 
the choices together and to to, to lay the exhibition out in the, in the right manner and, and Luke was Luke guided me through that process okay, so that's it was, good. It, was yeah. it was very yeah it was a very interesting experience Did you find that a good learning experience very, very much so yeah yeah it's been fantastic and to see it all come together and see it on the walls it just looks it does look amazing yeah. how long yeah. is the exhibition on for it's until December the 14th now yeah. and you've got some uh, events we've got some there. events yeah Are they all sold out no, we've still got spaces. We're, Tell we're me about doing, the you've got. So we're doing a wild... It's actually on Sunday we're doing a wild swimming dip day, so a taster, just yeah. literally. Um, a little bit of thought, thoughts on, on why wild swimming and how that's connected to, to my, my work. And we're going to take people into the water for not for very long, so it'll be quite cool. That's West Whitton Beach. We've got a ladies' workshop day, so it's more to do with inspirational rather than technical photography yeah. for, for ladies in Bosom. And on Tuesday, we've got an introvert, extrovert day, so you can come and take questionnaires and have a bit of information about introversion and extroversion. Yeah, it's all at the gallery. And then on at the end of November, we'll have also got an artist talk, afternoon afternoon tea. And talk. I think most, most photographers or landscape photographers mm-hmm. are introverts. It's yeah, something intrinsic, maybe to a lot of nature. It uh, yes, I totally agree with you. I think that, yeah, by the very nature of going into the landscape or the desire to go into the landscape by yourself, usually. Yes, <laughs> most photographers. That was part of the process is being by yourself and being alone with the nature. For me, it is anyway, and finding that quiet time. And you know, the the the, the way that you create through solitude is is quite um it's quite important. I think it's part of it, and that. The ability to create comes from having the space and the time to think and to really connect to that part of your brain. So introverts do that naturally. So yeah. you, you actually probably have an advantage in the landscape photographer as an introvert. So did it take you a while to get into that frame of mind? You say you're very busy at the moment. When yeah, you go yes. somewhere, when you go to Hebrides and you arrive on a beach yeah. after having done yeah. a, a wedding the day before, does that get you in there? Does it take a while to get into the frame of mind to create work or? Not really, no. I think the minute that I pack my van up and leave my house and go on the ferry, I feel this sense of um, amazing sense of calm and knowing that I'm going to have some time to myself. That's so, so important. Um, When I'm, yeah, when I'm shooting a wedding, I I need a bit of time to rest after to get back into that zone. Um, But definitely when I know that I'm going to have some time alone and have some of that creative time on these, in these amazing places, it's, it's so important for me to feel re-energised and revitalised and for that work to come through. It's, it's important. I think it's important for a lot of people. Um, but I think sometimes we feel a little bit guilty about taking time to ourselves and time to create work. Um, maybe, you know, you think you should be with your families um, or you should be doing these other things. But actually, it's probably one of the best things you can do to take time out that to do something that fills you, fills you up because then you go home Completely revitalised. Um, I like the, um, that's a fairly common expression of what introvert, extrovert is about gaining energy and losing energy. That's right, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can relate to that because I can happily go out with a group of people. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, and enjoy myself and be outgoing. But I need to recover from that afterwards. That's right, yeah. And it's just t- it's just taking that time to, to recover. It's, it's really important. And I think one of the things about introversion is that it's a common misconception is that the, the the line between shy and introverts. Just because you're, you're an introvert doesn't mean you're shy. I don't. I don't have any shyness, and I don't. I don't mind socialising at all. I run, run workshops, and I don't mind spending a week with like-minded people. 
because that also fills me up a little bit. But I do need to rest after. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> need to recharge. Yeah. I know when yeah. I when I yeah. come back from having been down to London, mm. I need to hide for a, for a day or so. It was right. <laughs> I don't want any distance. Yeah. yeah. So, so where's where next for the the project? Is this a, an ongoing project? I presume it is because you're looking at doing the split. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I kind of feel like I want to just keep doing what I'm doing and let that, just let that happen naturally. I don't think, that, um, obviously this, this split landscape and the underwater is something that I'm looking towards doing. But the way the work's going, I'm just, I'm just letting it evolve. And, it, and it's quite nice to, to do that and not to overthink yeah. it almost because it comes from a, a, a real, real place then rather than yeah. forcing something. I, so, I completely agree. And I think that's what I've, done all along actually with I just let this this work just came out of me it didn't it never had a meaning I didn't I wasn't earning money from it when I was when I was um, shooting it all these years it just came from a real desire to do to do this type of work so it becomes authentic then I think I think you can see that yes yeah. yeah definitely well thank you very much for your time okay that's all right. Uh, Thank you very much if people would like to go to the exhibition that's on until the 14th of December yeah uh, at the bottom gallery. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you.